0: Hello guys and gals, this is the John Don't Know Show, I'm John Abraham, and today is November 12th, 2020, yay, we're still in 2020, hope y'all guys have been doing well, hope y'all guys have been uh, alright, hope y'all guys have been enjoying the show, alright, this is the third episode. Yesterday we talked about some of the gains that the Republicans did here in Texas, and uh, so, and how well they did overall, I guess, I'll give you a, a little, little summary that, that I noticed, because, I mean, don't, don't ever take anything I say, just a forewarning guys, don't ever take anything I say too seriously, all right, I'm, I'm a dumb comedian, okay, I don't, I don't know things, okay, so I'm just giving you my perspective on, on how I see these issues, okay, and, and how they played out and stuff. And I'm always, I'm always interested in learning, like, how how other people see it, because you might have information that I don't have, I might have information that you don't have, so I'm always, I'm always up to talk and discuss with people about this stuff. I'm, like I say, I'm just another dumb political nerd, okay? I'm just another dumb political nerd. So, let's, let's go on. Let's, let's, let's get this started, right? Um... Well, the Democrats overall, they did terribly this year. Um, specifically in in Texas, let's let's talk about what they did bad. Or, well, no, 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 let's talk about what they some of the stuffs they did do good. All right, um, we'll do that. So most of the gains that they were able to make were in North Texas, in a bunch of suburban areas around the Dallas-Denton areas, the North Texas part. Um, they, they were able to fit flip a couple of counties from red to blue uh, Colin, Denton Fort Bend, Haynes and Williamson either they either flipped those or um, in some cases they didn't necessarily flip them but they they took away any lead that that the uh, any blowout lead that the Republicans had so if you we were to count those five counties in 2016 the Republicans had a hundred and eighty 80,000 lead this year. They only had a one 1,000. So, I mean, they, they took a nice big chunk out of uh, North Texas that the uh, Democrats did. So that was one uh, major victory that I guess, if you want to call it that, that happened. Um, It's little by little, like Democrats are always talking about turning Texas blue keep at it, I guess, I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's probably never gonna happen, but one could dream, you know, one could dream, and so, um, and when, I uh, asked about why did, uh, why did, when, they did a lot of exit polls and questionnaires, and they asked these people why they, did, did they vote blue in North Texas, and a lot of it was because they thought that Trump was having COVID and the economy poorly, like in COVID, okay, I understand that. There's been a lot of deaths and illnesses and people been taken out by COVID. So I straight up could see that. The economy, this is weird, right? Because yesterday we talked about how down in the valley in Zapata County, how they were voting for Trump because of the economy. And these people up in cities, up in the suburban areas, they're, they're saying it was bad for the economy. So that does speak to the difference... Of how COVID has affected certain the economy in, in in certain ways, like like people down in the oil fields they ain't stopping working, they're 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 not. But you go to the the cities, you go to these urban areas, and yeah, like everything's shut down, man. Well, or at least to extreme precautions, you know. um, I don't think too many things are shut down right now, but. Uh, I've heard a bunch of friends say that everything is shutting down again. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yep. Um, a cool interesting story came up and talked about how the Democrats have really been focusing on this strategy called the, the Texas Blue Spine. It's a pretty cool name. <laughs> Blue Spine. Um, what they're really doing is they're focusing on the 21 counties that run along the I-35 corridor, Interstate 35, that goes all the way down from uh, Laredo, Texas, all the way north to Waco and way, way up there. So, um, And and they focus more on those because those are the urban areas, right? There's 21 counties. Those are the urban areas that, that people are going to, that I guess would lean more democratic to begin with, right? Uh, so that's what uh, and and they they the Democrats do this because there's more registered voters that they feel that they can win over. Um, any any given year, the red number of registered goes voters on on these 21 counties, right? The the blue spine, they the number of registered voters just in Latinos only. Is half a million every year, half a million voters. So that's that's pretty interesting. All right, versus like the the Panhandle in Texas, where it's 27 different counties, it's only a, a, a quarter million. So it, it's almost double just in one demographic. So that's why they they've been focusing mainly on on, the, on these places. But I've also heard that, that number be different. The number of registered Latinos. Or Latinx, right? I don't know what's the difference. Uh, I, uh, I've been living in South Texas my entire life. I don't know the difference between Latino, Hispanic, and Latinx. It's it's embarrassing, but I, I manage. I manage day by day. Uh, but, I mean... Yeah, so um, that's been a lot of their strategy they've been focusing on. They're, they're pulling... They are pulling... Those places more blue. They definitely are. Uh, Other than that, like in the congressional vote elections, there was really everything stayed the same congressional seats in Texas. As far as party goes, there was some there was some um, resigning candidates that uh, had to switch over. And um, mainly was District 22 out of Houston. Um, the, they had a uh, a candidate who retired, I believe, and their seat was open. And they thought there was some hope that they were going to, that the Democrats were going to pull through and they were going to get that one. But no, it looks like not. It looks like, let's see what their name is. But no, the Republicans would have had it. kept that seat, as well as uh, the twenty-third district in in um in Texas, in West Texas, all along the border. It's the largest uh, congressional district along the border. It used to be William Hurt's seat. He retired this year. He was a former CIA agent who. Who didn't like trump's um who really didn't like a lot of trump's rhetoric as well he's one of those never trump republicans i guess um former cia agent and stuff um he had this really cool tour cross-country tour with beto a couple of years back they they won like a a peace and unity friendship medal i guess i don't know they're they're bffs apparently and um beto being from out of el paso it's, it's, it's pretty cringy when you watch their videos, the Beto and Hill videos. It's pretty, if, if you want a nice cringe, cringe giggle, go ahead and check it out. Um, bunch of t- nerds, them guys. <laughs> All right. But then, um, uh, yeah, so he retired. He was also, you know, Willard was also for a, a digital wall. That's the first thing I heard that expression, right? And he, he took a serious look about How we could, uh, how we can improve board security with just, not just the wall, but actually taking, like, steps to focus on where the problem areas are and stuff, so, um, there was that, but, uh, yeah, he retired, and it was a race between the Republican Tony Gonzalez and the Democrat Gina Ortiz. Gina Ortiz, this was her second time running for it, she lost against Will Hurd, and, um, Last time, it's the second time running, so she lost again. But I not She's from Laredo, I believe. Uh, but both these guys, they're, they're military officers, right? So these people, they don't even work for a living, all right? Okay, I don't want a military officer as congressman. I want a military enlisted man. I want someone who gets their hands dirty, all right? I don't want someone who just gives orders and takes credit. That's ridiculous. Give me a hard-working American. Hard-working veteran. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, no, so she lost, and now um, it stays, 23rd District stays red. Again. One more time. But, yeah, Will Hurd was definitely the wrong guy to run in. I could see why he didn't want to do it again. I think there is a lot of... um Conservatives in this area, and he wasn't. He wasn't too conservative. He was. He was kind of. He was really. He really was a nerd. Like he was. He was all into computer hacking and cyber security, and like I don't think that guy's ever like worked in the fields or rustled cattle or or you know worked in a kitchen or you know worked out an oil rig. I don't think he's ever done any of that. So I think that's why he was the wrong person to run. and to run again, but I don't know what, I'm just talking smack, okay, um, but let's see what else happened here in Texas for Democrats, um, no, just in general, they, they underperformed, you know, maybe, but maybe even then, I don't know if it's so much that they underperformed, but that they, that the Republicans overperformed, really, so, uh, I don't think no one is, was expecting uh, so many people to come out and vote. It was it was the it was, uh, highest number of uh, votes casted this year, so good for them, I guess. Get out there and vote. I had a friend, <laughs> I had a friend who was like, "No, nah, man, I don't think people should go vote because they don't even know the issues and 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 they don't even have time to really seriously study and and understand their, what the candidates were, and stand for and stuff, and I was like, man, that's, (laughs) you know, that's, that's crazy, that's, that's, that's a good point, I guess, it was, it was interesting, like, because everyone was telling you to go vote, you know, everyone was telling you to go vote, it was pretty interesting seeing someone take the, the, the opposite position, you know, the, the anti-vote position, you know, I think that, you know, It'd be pretty irresponsible for us as a society If someone did not take that position So it was, I, was, I was Happy my friend was doing that <laughs> But no, usually uh, Usually how it goes In general, the, the more People that go out and vote The better Democrats do Usually that's how it goes um, This year, I would not say That happened at all um other because other than the executory the 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 presidency, I mean the, ah, the, the Democrats didn't do good at all like they they lost they lost the house, they lost the House of Representatives, you know they they lost the Senate they they're not gonna have a the the courts well, they might have the lower courts but like the Supreme Court and stuff man they're I mean. They, lock, they got locked out. So I guess with Congress, right? They got... Um, the Democrats, they lost eight seats overall. I guess I was talking about that yesterday. I mentioned it, that uh, that one lady out of New York, her pact kind of took six of them with the ladies she was running with the female Republicans. Um, not too sure where the other two was. I'll, I'll, I'll go check later. But yeah, so now it's gonna be a a, a red house, um, and the Democrats. Um, there's some there's some hard talk about why that was. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of people don't know. I think is is that there is a a democratic civil war going on. The, the Democrats are so vast that there's so many different groups under them all right there's like the labor worker types there's like the the coastal elite types there's like the uh the progressive types and then the liberals and then the the super out for communist lefty types and stuff um it it does really cover a a whole branch and even more and more than that right but the two main ones i guess that they're trying to portray people as is uh is you got these, uh, these corporate Democrats, right? These, these people who've been entrenched in the, in, and they're the longest, you know, the Nancy Pelosi's and the, uh, the, uh, Chuck, what's his name? The Senate dude guy, uh, you got him and, and um, all these, all these like hundred, hundred time millionaire over guy people who are in Congress, yeah, you got those right. Then you got like the 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 progressive types, like the the AOCs and the Rashida Tlaibs and the uh, Ilan Omar. So you got those types, right? And and there really is like those two people are arguing right now, right? Um, I think that the the progressive types are they're trying to tell you that progressives did have a big win this year, anyone, any, every progressive that ran for, me, every Democrat that ran for Medicare for All, won their, won their seat, won their vote, right, they're they're coming back, you know, the ones that didn't, uh, they lost it, the Blue Dogs, they, they lost it, so, there is this little civil war, I believe it was, uh, Anion Presley, who's another one who won, uh, she's, a. Uh, She's a new congresswoman who ran this year out of uh shoot, I forget. Oh man, I forget. I'm sorry. That's I feel like an idiot. Okay, well well she's a Justice Democrat, a progressive um style Democrat. And um she, I believe she made a statement. Um Saying that, like that, she does think that the Democratic Party needs to go more progressive. AOC thinks that the Democratic Party needs to go more progressive. Um, but then you got the other side who say, no man, we need to stick to our old roots. Y'all say stuff like socialism and 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 defund the police, and that scares people. You know, that scares people off from voting for for Democrats. They think that. Democrats want to be hardcore socialists and stuff. And um I don't I don't I don't think that's 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 a real thing. That's true. Maybe I don't know. So I think some I think with some people it does. I think with a lot of people, like when you say we're gonna defund the police, they think they're gonna take all their all the police funding money out. But I don't think that's you know, like 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 we're going to teach we're going to we're going to treat like we're going to treat cops like teachers you know and just take away all their funding and cops are going to have to buy their own bullets alright uh, they're going to have to give the cop they're going to have to give the criminals they arrest their own handcuffs and stuff they're going to start buying handcuffs for all the criminals and 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 they're gonna have to work extra late hours, um, doing paperwork, and stay up in the middle of the night. Their kids are gonna have to help them file charges against uh, certain criminals and stuff. It's 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 gonna be ridiculous, guys. Okay, no, it's not just gonna happen. All right, I don't think, I don't think so. I think really what what defund means the police, it, it means like two things. One, um, we need to reallocate more of our Resources, more of our money, more of our training to different areas in the community, so that not everything falls on the police. Like, like homelessness shouldn't fall on the police. I don't think a bunch of mental ill health illnesses shouldn't fall on the police. Like suicide and and stuff like that. Like I don't think the first thing you should do is is bring like. Man, I even think like like drunk driving and 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 public intoxication probably shouldn't even be held by the police maybe but like not the not the way it's definitely handled like i mean we really do need to review our criminal justice our, our our policing system and how we do things like i do think they need more training i do think they need more more money i think it's ridiculous that we pay them nickels and dimes for such a dangerous job but also you know what I also think that hey, they should have career limits. You know, I think that's a terrible job. That you go out and you see a bunch of messed up things. You go out and you see people die and 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 try to shoot, get, shoot at you and try to stab you. And it's a scary, it's a scary job being a cop. Okay. And you probably go through a lot. You probably see some crap. So I think maybe, man, you probably shouldn't be. Doing that for too long, or without being psychologically evaluated on a, on a regular basis, and 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 you shouldn't be punished if, for for coming out about your mental health issues. You know, that's that's ridiculous. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, that's what I think. It's another one of my dumb, stupid thoughts I have. Okay. Um. What the hell were we? we we're talking about? Oh, oh, she said they fund the police, right? Huh. So yeah, there's the 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 socialist and the not socialist, the the progressive types and the um corporate democrat types. Yeah, they're 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 they they've been fighting too for a while, right? Um, I remember last year or last election cycle. After it ended in 2018, Nancy Pelosi said that uh, the head, the other heads of the DNC, they were saying that they're not going to be funding any... They're not going to be allowing any uh, party funds to go to Democrats who are going to be primary and other Democrats, right? Or if you work for a Democrat who's primary another Democrat, you're going to be like persona non grata. You're not going to be allowed in the club no more. Like, they're going to make sure they're going to put you on the list and you're going to be blacklisted. So, um, they don't, they don't want any sort of, uh, mutiny going on in the Democratic Party. The, 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 uh, the people, the corporate Democrats, so, yeah, but also it does get like it does really get get overblown, right? Like okay. Let me give you an example, right. There are in Congress, I believe there's oh man, I want to say 4 435 congressional members, right? About, you know, it's half a democrat, half a republican, right? It's usually always pretty pretty uh, pretty balanced, kind of, sometimes they'll lean 60% one way, most of them lean 60% the other way, you know, but it never really strays too far from that, you know, there's never really, like, a, a blowout, maybe, like, the first year Obama was, when he had that, that super majority, but right now, I think it's, I don't know the exact number, but it's, it's not too one-sided, okay, so they have to work with each other. now within the Democratic Party there's a progressive caucus makes up about hundred people and then there's and then there's these this, the squad it's four members all right now it just, the justice Democrats right the four members you know the now with the that that new lady uh Ali Oh, man, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Now with her, there's going to be five, okay? Okay, these are five second term. The squad, they all won re-election, right? So that's four four second term plus one one term. Like, these people are not going to... These people in no way, shape, or form are controlling the Democratic Party, okay? They are not telling the Democrats what to do. I mean, they got a lot of... Twitter followers but these guys are not pulling the strings. The people who are pulling the strings, they are the the Tom Perez the the the, the corporate leadership. Those are the people who are pulling the strings on all this. They they're the ones who the policies they're going to if policy is going to be set by Democrats, it's going to be set by that wing, the the corporate wing. The Nancy Pelosi, the the Chuck Schumers, that's his name, Chuck Schumer. Okay. It's going to be pulled by by those people. Okay. Hmm. All right. But, um, let's see, you know, se- okay, let's go to the Senate now. Um, Senate, it's, it was almost, it was a, they were again, Democrats underperformed. They were hoping on taking the Senate this year. Again, that didn't happen. Um. It looked like they were gonna. There's still, like, one, I think, race out there. looks like it's leaning more to the Republican guy. I'll I'll give you more details on that later. I I don't have that information on me right now. I came all unprepared to this show and stuff. (laughs) Don't judge me. But, um... Yeah, so... Nothing really too big to report there, but... Let's go to where it's really at, man. Let's go to the executory. The, let's go to the president, all right? Let's see what the president... You know, it's 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 going to be Joe Biden, all right? Like, I do not... Still, Trump hasn't conceded. Still, um, he does have some lawsuits going on. As far as the ones in Pennsylvania go, um, uh, I don't believe it was... The, 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 the judge didn't let it go through, um... I said yesterday that, and that Trump was saying he probably had about 15 million votes. Like, like really, he doesn't. With the way the electoral card is, he probably only needs like two million, you know. But in in key areas, and he could flip it, right? You know, maybe maybe even less than that, really. But essentially, like he he's, I mean, because he won with Hillary when she had more than three million votes, right? So. Really, he just needs like a million votes, a million, million and a half, I'd say, in certain key areas. You know, Pennsylvania being one of them, Arizona, Nevada, you know, those, Georgia. If he, if he had a million votes and he put them in certain areas, he'd win. He'd totally win. But I don't think he's going to get it. Like, I really don't. All, all these things, you see all these uh, these claims, they're pretty outrageous i mean i'm gonna follow it listen listen i'm gonna follow it i'm gonna listen to them i'm gonna i'm gonna see what they're saying because for three and a half years i heard the democrats talk about russian collusion okay they threw everything in the kitchen sink at donald trump saying he was colluding him all right they threw st neg dolls at him they they threw everything at this guy all right and nothing we came out with nothing the Mueller pro was zip zilts, nada oh, it was a whole lot of nada is what it was with russia gate was all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna give the republicans the same benefit of doubt with the election that i gave the democrats with russia gate all right so that's what i'm gonna do i don't know and i think it's a good it's a good thing you know Let's, let's investigate these elections, right? Let's make sure there is no fraud going on. You know? These votes are small. These votes, I mean, they're not like complete blowouts, right? So, um... Some of them aren't... aren't don't reach the margin of error to contest. Aren't... But, um... No, I say let's uh, let the lawsuits go through, through. Or not at least be... Filed and, and and set through and and looked at because I I think yeah man like like we should really come to the answer is if there was any tampering we should look you know if there was any collusion with Russia we should look I mean, I'm not against that maybe I'm kind of against it because of like the amount of money we'll spend but not really like all spending money on all the of other dumb crap so why not on the the security of the election, right? Okay. Uh, I mean, that's, that's why I feel about that. Um, he's going to... Trump's going to hold it up. I mean, it, part of it is, like... Like, I get what people are saying is that there is no president-elect yet because the Electoral College hasn't gone together, but, I mean so like um yeah essentially they could pick bernie sanders or or or, or anyone else who was running if you want to play like that man they could pick any anyone they kind of want to to be president if if you want to do like that or they could go with the vote in the election how it went right so i i think that's a weird argument like and, and, it, and it's breaking from, like, tradition in a way, like, every other election, once the voting done was counted, we kind of all knew, we kind of all said there's an election. I guess if you want to be, like, a super political nerd and say that, no, no, still haven't, election still hasn't been decided. Okay, cool, fine, I, I get what you're saying. If if you want to be super, super nerdy about it, you know, okay, I guess. But, I mean, I, I don't think this going to change nothing. Like, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm totally opening. opening. I'm totally open to uh, to learning, you know. I'm totally open to learning. Okay. But, yeah, the, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be Biden. I mean, and it's, um, it's not even a good thing. I don't even like Biden. Like, He's all right, I guess. Like, no, he's not. He has a pretty bad record, I guess. I, I didn't agree. agree. I, I spoke up a couple of times why I didn't agree with all of his stuff, right? His Crime Act bill, his votes for the wars. Um, and he was really, man, like, he was really bad in, in, in his time in the Senate when it came to criminal justice reform. All right. That. That crime bill, man, it's, it's it's messed up. Watch, you want to check something out? Watch. Check this out, okay? If you go and you watch Joe Biden's 1993 crime bill speech in the Senate, you'll notice that when in the 90s he was making laws to incarcerate the masses, he used to brag about how in the 70s he was making laws to incarcerate the masses, okay? That's how long and messed up this guy's record is, Okay? He's, he's never been one of these lefty types that people are trying to portray him as, right? The, 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 the political hacks on the right, you know, the, the Sean Hannity's and the Ben Shapiro's and this, who else, the, the Rush Limbaugh's, those type of people, man, dude, like, like, if they really, like, he has more in common with them than he does with the Bernie Sanders type, all right? This guy was pro the wars, this guy was, was for incarcerating the masses and stuff. Uh, And he said he said it there on on speech. He's like, I don't think there's any saving some of these people. They got to go forever. So, I mean, if you believe that, hey, you believe that if you don't, whatever, you know, I mean, I mean, there is some good things about him that I guess are kind of progressive. Like, I think I mean, for the longest time he was against abortion, but now it's like he don't even care. Like, like, you don't care if you're an Irish Catholic or a Mexican Catholic, you could abort that baby all you want, you know, <laughs> uh, he, uh, people try to say he's m- more racist. I don't know. Cause you see, here's the thing I have about that too. Like, like I, I'm, I'm on record for saying that, that, that. That I think Trump is is racist because a lot of the, the racist rhetoric he had, right? And you see, I think that the reason why I think that is because I think Trump knows that those things are racist, xenophobic, offensive, offensive in general, you know. With Biden, when he says some of the stuff, I, I don't think he he does, I and mean, I don't think he. Whereas Trump calc- uses his language calculatingly to, to, to achieve a result, I just think, like, Joe Biden is, is, is just talking ignorantly, like, like, I think he just, like, he was a, he was probably really cool, like, I bet he was probably just a really cool, I don't know how to say this, like, Like, I bet all the black people in the 70s thought he was was one of the cool white boys, you know? Like, like, oh, man, that white boy got so bad, you know? Like, I legit think that. Like, I don't think he was ever out there. And I bet, I don't believe, like, this guy would lock you up if if you were black or if you were white. You know, he didn't care if you grew up in Compton or the trailer park. You know, he was going to lock you up for the same time, you know? Same time for the same crime Biden. That's what they used to call him in the 70s. All right. I don't think he he, he saw all that much. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't think he, he really played the race card as, as much as I felt that Trump probably did. But I don't know. Like if That's open to debate, definitely. I've seen a lot of his his quotes... So, uh, I really do think he's just, like, trying to be, you know, the cool old white boy, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's never, he's not one of these lefty types that people are trying to portray him as, like, I mean, he voted for the Iraq wars, right, so, um, mean, here's, here's the thing, right, like, in 2008, Obama won, because he won on progressive and populist issues, Okay. You know, and he had a great personality. Okay, he was man, Obama, he was cool, he was smart, he was articulate. You know, so usually what happens in elections is you pick the exact opposite of that, and it gives you a wide base to cover, right? So that's who Biden was, he was the opposite of a cool, smart, articulate guy. That's why Joe Biden was picked to be VP. Okay. Because <laughs> he was the exact opposite of Obama. Okay. He was not. A, he was a conservative Democrat. Okay. He was cool with making deals with. With uh, segregationists and stuff. You know. And that's that's who this guy was. So when people are out there saying that. uh, He's a lefty. All right. That he wants to bring you to socialism. That he wants uh all these weird, like communisticy ideas. Nah, he's not, man. <laughs> he's he just was not. He he did. He fought the so he fought the uh the big socialist parties, right? He was against the Gorgachevs and the you know, Castros and the and the Maduros and all these people. He wanted to shut them down. I don't think any of these old people are or are, are, are pro Russia, man, or pro left, pro socialism. And I don't even think they really even understand what socialism is. Um I think they need they, they they confuse like authoritarian communism with, with uh, democratic socialism and dem- social demo- dem- democracy, like and the, there's 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 differences, right? It's all on the left, but there is there is definitely differences. Um, like even with Trump, man, like Trump was an 80s style capitalist, all right? That guy was not playing footsie with the Reds, okay? Like that was just was not happening. It's it's all this like McCarthyism. Russian xenophobia that that the boomer generation has—it's it's fuck—it's it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, but I, I really do kind of think, man. There's a lot of times I'm like, if you just you just gotta say Russia or socialism or or a red or commie, and that'll freak out a boomer. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's weird. That's uh some. Something I thought. Um, is there anything else we need to talk to you about? I just finished reading Matthew McConaughey's new book. It was alright, alright, alright. <laughs> That's the joke. Everybody. I just want to share that with you. But no, I have started reading it. It's pretty interesting. That's something else we're gonna quickly quickly switch subjects um yeah um to to be honest like when when I first got into stand-up comedy I got into it I've always wanted to work into film in in the movies right and um two people I've always wanted to work with if I ever could right would be Mel Gibson believe it or not that's right I'm a I like, I like milkups, I don't, I don't care how racist that guy is, he's, he's cool in my book, no, I'm smith. never forgetting The Road Warrior, man, that was a great movie, The Road Warrior, um, Payback, that was a good movie, I liked of his, I always thought he was, And he always looked, the Lethal Weapon series being all funny and zany and crap, I thought he was a, he was a cool guy, I thought it might be interesting to work with him, and I always hear nice stuff about him, except when he's drunk, <laughs> and i get that dude I, I, I could be a terrible drunk at times you know and the other guy was matthew mcconaughey all right this is his his positive energy his his all rad, all, rad, all radness it's uh it was it was pretty good right? so i was reading i was i was reading his book and um it's, it's pretty interesting it's a good read I, American, I mean he grew up in in south texas in uvalde which is uh couple of hundred not even not even i don't see even a hundred miles from where i'm from i mean our, our high schools play each other in football sometimes so it's, it's not that bad it's not that far uh he grew up there then he grew up out of houston for a while and um it, it's pretty interesting it's just it talks about how he came up in the hollywood industry in the texas um film scene and it's uh it's pretty cool. He has a bunch of it's it, it's 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 what you expect from a Matthew McConaughey, you know. It, it's it's a bunch of one-liners. It's a bunch of like, hey man, you gotta keep your environment all positive, man. You know stuff like that. You know he does all his Matthew McConaugheyisms. So um, know it's a I recommend in my book. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll say. All right, guys, I am gonna go work out. Thanks for hearing my show, appreciate it. I'm like I said, this is my third episode, so um, I have no real set schedule. I'm not gonna do this every day, uh, I haven't decided on a schedule yet. I might take tomorrow off, I might take the weekend off, I might be back tomorrow, I might be back on the weekend. We're just going to play as it go, all right? We're going to find this fun little John Doe no-show groove, and we're going to get right into it all deep and and like and stuff. So that's what we're going to do, guys. All right, thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you later. Bye.